listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Kicking off the show here on Absolute Radio. That number again, 359 That's not our number, don't call that. That's just a number. It's 81215. I'm sorry for 359 Yes. Now, don't say it again. You've said it again. Well, you said it first. No, Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. This morning I am with Emily Dean. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Alan oh, Cochran, I'm with Alan Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Frank Skinner. Anyway, here we all are oh. together. What a lovely intro. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed oh. that immensely. I enjoyed that almost as much as the first word on the show being beautiful, <laughs> which is how you started today. He may, he may, he may be dead, um, <laughs> Bernard Matthews, but his catchphrase lives on. The way catchphrases often outlive their owners. Indeed. I don't think there's any may about it. <laughs> Yes, you know, he may be dead. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I have him in the Elvis category. He's been seen at a few mm. places. Um, oh, Bernard Matthews. It's a question mark. Oh, can I just say, I invited Frank to a screening of an Elvis film, lovely film coming up, Elvis, uh -huh. when Elvis met Nixon, CC'd your PA, uh, sent it to you, nothing. Didn't oh, hear dear. a word. Can I said, oh, would you like to go yeah. and see this? I nothing. thought that was a, I thought it was a text to, um, a, an email to, uh, my girlfriend. No. Oh, well, no. But definitely. I the best place to air this is on the radio. Definitely, guys. I think guys. so. Definitely. It is, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that's stinging. I'll take it up with your PA. How dare you. Well, I'm sorry about that. I apologise <laughs> formally in public. Thank you. Um... <sighs> took the edge <laughs> off the I've got no admin <laughs> problems to bring up. OK. That I, that I can think of. Glad to hear that. I, um... Oh, I sent uh, Daisy another frog picture. Hey? A, a frog update. You know my frog monster from last week? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's... Uh, Kath drained its pool. Oh. Um, Did she? With and, a syringe, or... Like, was this... No, oh, she, not, just, not on the she just put a hole through the bottom of it. Right. And now it's it's sort of more exposed. So I'll get I'll get someone to post that. Then if there's any more room... Yeah. Whatever. What would be? Amph amph amphithologists? Oh. Yeah. I don't know if there's such a word as that. No. But, um... Hmm... If if anyone else can tell us what this mysterious thing has happened, that'd be lovely. I um I went to um I went to a garden party. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um no. I went to an I'm calling it an exhibition, although I believe lovely. it's officially termed a display that oh. the lady at the museum told me because it's not big enough for an exhibition. Of um target book covers. Oh yeah. Target books. Um, now, here's something. I know one of the things I'm always doing in, in my later life is saying, do, do they still blah, blah. Yeah. Uh -huh. But um, Target books, what they brought out was a series of um, Doctor Who novelizations. <gasps> so you'd watch... Let me at them. So you'd watch a story. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so you'd watch a story and then, you know, you could read at some point in the future the novelization of it. And there used to be a lot of that about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does it... Do people I still... remember that, Frank, because I had it with Greece, the movie. Oh, yeah. And then oh, there was yeah. a novelization of it. 
And I loved that. But could I read Mm. Broadchurch, for example? Could I go into a bookshop and get the novelisation of Broadchurch? Oh, yes. I'm sure you'd be able to now. In the modern world, I think that the answer is yes to almost everything you can say. I think they've died out. I honestly think that that there are no more novelisations. I can't remember seeing any about. It's the end of times. (laughs) The end of novelisations. It is. If there's no novelisations, what's the point (laughs) of carrying on? You know what I blame? I blame the Netflix and all that stuff. (laughs) Because what you used to do, (laughs) you used to miss an episode of Doctor Who and think, oh, I'll have to read the novelisation because there's no way of ever seeing it then. Oh, you could never catch it again. Mm. I miss missing things. Do you? Mm. Make oh. life more. Lucky you don't present a show about catch-up TV, then, <laughs> isn't it? It is really. That'd be. Yeah. A, that's the worst thing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kath used to. Um, we used okay, to. Okay, let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah, but we don't anymore. Now we used to um, read to each other quite a lot. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Al? No. I mean, I read to my children. But I, I remember uh, you told us that you'd read uh, the Dan Brown. Yeah. To each other. That's it. Um, I like it's called the Dan Brown. <laughs> the I Vin- momentarily forgot what it was called. The Da Vinci Code, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't to think we read another Dan Brown, other than his <laughs> best work. Yeah, um, we did that a lot. I remember once, um, I, I'd had, as a real sulk, we'd had an argument about something, and afterwards we read to each other, and I was so sulky and upset i deliberately didn't listen to her reading (laughs) i just let her read into the ether which i thought was fair but that um that brought me to have i ever told you about my grapes of wrath dilemma oh not on air i thought you got them seen to (laughs) somebody said to me um that's why i'm on this cushion (laughs) i knew you'd have respect for that somebody said to me um have you read the grapes of wrath Okay, mm. which is a straightforward question. Of course. Mm-hmm. But, and I hadn't, but I had listened to the audiobook. Oh. And I said, yes. Oh. Because I had, it had been read to me. Uh-huh. And, oh God, it so nagged at me. Interesting yeah. moral poser. Yeah. I mean, I still think about it now. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have qualified it. Mm. I was trying to save time. But, you know, don't save time and lose morality. That's my tip for the morning. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think we've heard from the outside world, haven't we? We have. It's about Target books. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. In uh, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Some of them have been reissued um, recently, so... Well, yeah. Duncan Steele says, I still have all of my Target books. As a child, I could spot a Target logo on a book spine in a shop at 100 yards. I know what he means, but Duncan Steele surely have had a, should have had a series of books about his own adventures <laughs> in uh, fighting crime. Just on the wrong side of the law, Duncan Steele. I should Steele. say that this exhibition, um, by the way, I would recommend. It's, uh, it's at the, the um, Cartoon Museum. Oh, yeah. It's near the British Museum. Oh. oh. And it, it's the original art from the covers. Cartoon. I was no, I didn't go all the way to Cartoon. Book of Flight. Mm. Yeah, so it's the beautiful art from the covers. Monica has also tweeted us... I love that name. I've always loved that name. Mm. I love it because my dad had a sister called Monica and he always used to say, Ah, Monica. (laughs) As in Ah, Monica. And as a child, I used to think, Ah, Ah, Monica. (laughs) And then he would knock me to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know then, you see. Monica with a K 
says broad church not broad church novels do exist there are also official <laughs> short stories you are kidding me yeah. you are Catherine Kidson to Kath each Kidson. of the series two episodes well we know series two short is obviously the big stories to each individual episode <laughs> oh that'll be an online thing oh what like no, fan I don't fiction think so. fan fiction that'll be I don't think it'll be fan fiction you don't sound think so? like, she sounds like she's credible this woman because like like of the K you're thinking yeah, you're thinking it's European common sense <laughs> <laughs> maybe I am <laughs> Stereotyping at its very worst. Or best. <laughs> Whatever you We're think. We're in a liberal about. society now. So, should, did I do a bad thing when I said I'd read The Grapes of Wrath? No. I, I think, mean, I think you had a red in inverted commas. Mmm, but I don't know if I. I didn't say, yes, I have red. <laughs> I think on the scale of things, it's still above, somewhat above, when someone says, have you read a book and you've just seen the film? Oh, yeah. Because the audiobook, at least you've you've listened to what was written. Oh, no, I definitely wouldn't do that. Although in the past, I don't know why, but a, a, a regular lie of mine, would someone I would say... I love this section of the someone show. Someone would say, have you seen... And then it would be a, a film. And I'd say, yeah, I have. Yeah. Did you? I have seen that. And I hadn't seen it at all, and I don't know why. Why I did, did you that. lie? I don't know. And I saw a, a, a Canadian comic called Norm Macdonald who did a routine right, about right. exactly that. Mm. Uh, so it's not. It wasn't. It made me feel good that it wasn't just me. But yeah, I used to used to claim. I think if the film's big enough, lie big, as we know. <laughs> and I used to say I'd seen Ghostbusters. I've <laughs> never seen it. Still haven't. Well, now I say no. Seen Ghostbusters. Oh come on! Look at me. <laughs> Oh, but it's Am good. I going to see that? It is yeah, good. Yeah. The oh, window's yeah. passed, darling. Oh, it, no, it's... I, well, just have a look at my picture of the frog. You've, you've more or less seen the whole film. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text, Frank. Um, I think we're going to steer the show in a much different direction from any of us had anticipated. Is it a death threat? No, it's... <laughs> I don't read those ones out. Oh, I just okay. ignore them. Uh, frog news, exclamation mark. Hi, Frank and team. I was sat in the garden last night and found my dog crunching on something he'd oh. found in the garden. Oh, it turned heavens. out to be an old, dead, dried-out frog. He loved it. <gasps> Somehow need to get him more. Maybe your listeners can send them in. Just a thought. <laughs> you can probably buy them. There's a lot of admin attached to that, and I'm not up for it. I don't know if you two are. Like, distribution of dried-out frogs for... Well, I, I sort of think I bet you might be Heston. Able, You know those sort of herbal cure... Shops, that's yeah. the sort of thing you'd buy powdered yes. frog. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then, like the powdered frog, then you could make it do it with milk for him, like Nesquik, like a little brew, yeah. <laughs> frog flavored Nesquik. Never <laughs> like caught a, on. like a protein shake that somebody would have after the gym. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know Get when you work with people now and they they arrive with like a Tupperware container <laughs> with something disgusting in it. Do you do that? Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a tough work I terminate those some people's contracts it? immediately. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do. I can't bear it. Don't turn I've up I've not been eating away. enough. I've not been eating enough. You've honestly got, got a tough yeah, yeah. container. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to turn himself into a killing machine. <laughs> Honestly, thought That's this morning dream. when you uh, played Emily's jingle music. I that love I, my I jingle. Might... Can I say my jingles? Immense. Yeah. I thought I might get my cockerel sound again that's uh, gone by the wayside. No, well, the old idea is it's a new. It's I a, like the new, new ones. New dawn. Yeah, I've, I've pressed update oh, okay. on the nice. uh, on those. I wonder if we could bring out a novelisation of this show every week. Then, <laughs> oh if, uh, man, now you're talking. Love. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. That's, that's what it's called. Now you're talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> Monica. Cock- Cockerel looked anxious. Well, actually, he said, I arrive with a Tupperware container. <laughs> <laughs> there was an eerie silence. Another but one. Then we're used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Monica has been back in touch. Ah, Monica with a K. Becoming something of a friend of the show. Good. I don't trust audiobooks. What? She says with her customary Eastern European frankness. Yes, I don't trust them. <laughs> what if they skip bits? You can never no, be sure. No, no, but it says on a bridge. They couldn't put on a bridge if it was a bridge. She says that you wouldn't can be never worth be sure. there. That'd be the end of their business if they did that. What about that time? I'm with Monica on this. Two years in a row, I bought a diary that had days missing. That's because it was in the 99p store. 79 (laughs) pence they were. (laughs) Days missing? They had days missing. They were great. I had the week off. I didn't put any gigs in, but that's not the point, is it? It's hard because in the 80s, I had complete diaries. (laughs) I had many, many days missing in my actual life. So it's you know you're better off this way around. That's poor in a diary. Yeah, yeah. You certain don't, expectations. You don't expect to buy an abridged diary. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> the publishers have done it for you. Maybe the winter. I wouldn't mind losing a week or so. You know, in... <laughs> the over judicious edit of the diary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, um, Frank still uses an old diary. He loves nothing better than using an old diary for a notebook. Indeed. Mm-hmm. You had a Let's 2007 for some years. Yeah, but what's great, I still use that. What's great about it, you're scribbling. You turn a page to continue your scribbling, and it says something like, take, take the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> it says, you know, it's got a little note from 2007 to remind nice. me. I love that. That's uh, my only real connection with the past, now as I've got old. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. We've got this news just in from one of our readers, Suzanne Hutchinson. Hmm? Long-time listener. Hutch, I call her. Having to finally give in and add Frank and Alan to my odd celebrity crush list. Just lovely. That's fine. Has that actually happened this morning? Yeah. (laughs) That moment she's gone, oh, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've had enough. I think it was the kung fu fighting thing. Do you think... Mm. Yeah, I don't know if if my loneliest man in the world helped (laughs) much. (laughs) Maybe she thought she's in with a shout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, could do with the company. I think it gives you a quite erotic melancholia. I'm worried about how many dead people are on my celebrity crush list. (laughs) They're all people like uh, Mm. who played, um, like, sexy women in Flash Gordon. Sci-fi. But that's much nicer for Kath. I think there should be a rule in relationships that everyone you fancy should be dead. I sometimes feel a bit guilty (laughs) about fancying the dead. It's slightly disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, when I'm no longer here, please fancy me. Okay. Mm. You don't when I'm alive, but, you know. No, but, you know, I, I was saying, I was talking to Daisy about this, our producer, that you, you get to a stage with people where they, they've, they're so far into the friends oh, yeah. lane that you can't, um, they can't change lanes. Yeah. I know there'll be people listening saying, well, I you know, I had this friend for ages and they wondered why we had a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what happened? Oh. But I don't want to hear about it, so don't, no. don't text us in about that. No. <laughs> I, went to a, um, I went to a jazz festival this week. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you get about. <laughs> what, should we, what should we talk about now? You get about. Do you know? I know yeah. this because Kath. I called Kath and she picked up the phone and I thought, where the hell is she? <laughs> And the music sounded like a, it was a 70s shopping mall or something. Yes, well, that, that particular... The trouble is with jazz, it's quite... Um, th it's lots of different types, and a great mm -hmm. part of it is, I mean, beyond awful. She said, where are you? She said, we're at a jazz festival. It was an absolute nightmare. Well, it, it, it was that sort of 70s... You know, when you used to get, like, jazz, which sort of funky jazz Maravishnu orchestra-type stuff, and that is pretty bad. I like the sort... Um, I, I, my, this is my kind of. This is the kind of jazz that when I when I hear it, it just makes me feel buoyant. <laughs> oh. Come on, that you, doesn't that make you happy? Is that jazz? <laughs> Doesn't Sounds like Mickey happen. Mouse film. I wish we'd wipe the dust off the needle, but other than that, I, it may oh, yeah, well, No like... one said that to me <laughs> since the 80s. <laughs> Do you know what that sounds like? Mickey Mouse feet George Formby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's really my dream combo. One of the earliest collaborations <laughs> <laughs> that recorded music. That's uh, Tiger Rag by the Ray Noble <laughs> Orchestra, if you... But doesn't it just make you feel happy? Your little face made me happy during it. Well, there you go. I, uh, I like, oh, it, that makes me feel like doing a black bottom. It's a dance. It's a <laughs> dance. Don't look at me like that. Don't you trust me? If I was Tiger Woods or Tiger Drew, honey, what, I'm not, I'm just, just going to carry on. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So what I was saying with um, Tiger Rag by um, the Ray Noble Orchestra, mm -hmm. you, you remember uh, Tiger Rag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I want them dancing at home. The people who are listening on FM in Birmingham. <laughs> Dance! Oh, you've stood on the dog's bowl. <laughs> um, if I was, uh, as I was saying, if I was Tiger Woods or Tiger Drew Honey, that yes. would be my um, car horn sound. Oh, would it? Because I have you never thought that the car the car horn manufacturer people, yeah, have been very very slow on exploiting the you know the way the ringtone thing has gone through the ceiling. Oh yeah, you yeah, can yeah. commercially sell ringtones and it, people make. You know, there's probably ringtone millionaires. Mm. But the car horn, there was mm. a time in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in the 70s, there was, there was, um, <laughs> Le Couture. Le Couture. You know, Le Couture. Da -da 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 You'd yeah. occasionally hear that. Or, um, oh, yeah. I wish I was. And, no, I thought, no, no, no. and I thought this is the beginning. No, 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 no. I thought when I'm when I'm uh, an older man, I thought, well, it'll be a variety of um, mm. things. You'll be able to get all sorts, and uh, it's never happened. Yeah, they should have your song of choice. I just I'd like have, it. I'd have I beautiful Christina Aguilera. Just I mean, to I'm, calm everyone the hell down. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here on behalf of the car horn manufacturer people. Okay, mm. they seem to have gone with the. Um, with the alerting people of danger noise, it more so. It would still alert people. If, if a young so. child stepped down in front of me chasing a ball and I pressed and it went... 
<laughs> it's still no. There was a car coming. Yeah, yeah. That's at your point. Yeah. Mm. But I, I, I don't just know why they haven't gone into. Is there a legal restraint on what what your car horn can be? Do you think? Yeah. Funny enough, I don't know. Yeah, I think it has to be a certain volume for sure. What volume we can handle? I think it can be. It would uh, be much nicer if you had all sorts of lovely songs playing. Yeah, imagine that. Watch, yeah. watch out, Frank. Watch out, that woman. <laughs> <laughs> She'd start realise she'd made a mistake. This during this <laughs> section, she'd be white nodding her acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, sorry about that. And I'd uh, and I'd be uh, and I'd be steadily moving away. I just worry that she might start sashaying if you do. Well, you haven't you haven't goes, said sashay on here for a long time. Not for a while. Remember, you were that? reprimanded by a reader who said he's always saying sashay. <laughs> oh, Come to yeah. think of it, you haven't said it since. I have. No. I'm sure I have. I don't think you have. I think you said Chardonnay once. Right. That's <laughs> as close as you got. <laughs> yes, Emily. Andrew says Thomas Dolby is a ringtone millionaire. I think he invented the Nokia ringtone. Well, they what? Um, that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be the first car horn millionaire to uh, to cash in on this. We must, if anyone knows the legal restraints on uh, <laughs> car horns, uh, please. That'll be very interesting radio. Yeah, well, I'd like to know. <laughs> sure will. And it's my show. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, 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 Frank, you've uh, you've lit up the switchboard, if I may say. You've <laughs> lit up the switchboard. Um, we've had quite a few car horn texts. Yeah, um, right. Phil from Preston. Hi, Frank and team. Not wanting to take Alan's role as car expert. I prefer <laughs> motoring correspondent, but yes. potato, potato. Uh, the MOT rules say it must be one tone. Long-time reader, Phil from Preston. Oh, so, um... How did how did that ever get through? I guess those guys must have been operating outside of the law. You are. I mean, there was lots of them. I'm not on about one or two. Well, there were many rule breakers back then, but people have smart. I think they've got that wrong. Oh well. Uh, 984 has texted, I tried to get the Dukes of Hazard horn put on my mate's van while he was on... <laughs> I tried to get the Dukes of Hazard horn put on my mate's van whilst he was on honeymoon. How did that go? But the guy, in the, sh- the guy in the shop said it was illegal, I don't know why. Oh. And that's it. He I'm a bit worried about dot, that, dot, because dot. the whole stars and bars thing has been a bit marred yeah. with, you know, it's, it's, all, mm-hmm. it's all a bit dodgy. Whereas, uh, um, La Cuchareca... <laughs> Still um, completely untarnished. 580 has texted, Hi Frank, I think cars before 1970 need to produce just an audible turn. For MOT cars after that have to have the high-low standard horn. Oh. oh see, <laughs> what's happened is that rules, red yes. tape bureaucracy, <laughs> has, has quashed the individuality of, of drivers. Well, Absolutely Paul's ruined everything. Paul's got a lovely everything. sentiment, Al. <sighs> There's a 393 who mm-hmm. says, Frank has hit upon the solutions to road rage. Who could get yeah. angry if you get cut up by someone who cuts you up, but whose horn plays the Pink Panther as they pass I by? I absolutely agree with that. that. The world will be a place. much happier place. Peace out, Paul. Peace and love, peace and love. That, that is absolutely true, though. If someone yes. is sort of cut in front of you and you... <laughs> <laughs> actually, that, that might confuse them. Oh! <laughs> By now, you can't, he's laughing. Surely he's laughing by now. 
as I think I've said before, I hate that because it just makes me think of watching a box set with you and it making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, we we should fight fight for the uh, fight it. for the right. I love it, mm -hmm. Frank. It's one of your best ideas ever. I mean, what if you drive a classic car and you got the old <laughs> ah? That's that's <laughs> too tall. That, that's that's. Well. <laughs> Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'll tell you what we haven't talked about this morning. Lots of stuff. Well, there's been some huge footballing news. Well, that's true. Mm -hmm. Gary is going to get his pants out. Oh, that, yes. Yes. Match of the day. First. Well, we should say why. Yeah. Congratulations, we should say, to Leicester Congratulations. City. No, we don't say stuff like that. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> what do you mean? What, someone, fr a representative of Leicester City will hear this and think, <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's like when people say, and I'm dedicating <laughs> this to, and you think, well, what, what will that do for them? Nothing. It was okay. 5,000 to 1. Oh, that would have been a nice bet. How many times have we heard those odds? It would have been a nice bet, yeah. Apparently it was. Did you read it? They had the same odds for Elvis being found. Did they? I've got it. I've, I've got 2,000 to 1 bet on Bernard Matthews. <laughs> have you? Yeah, he's out there somewhere. And so, Gary Lineker had said earlier in the season that if Leicester won, because this seems somewhat unlikely at the mm. time, um, am I right? And so he, so he said that he <coughs> would present match of the day in his pants, should this yeah. happen. Yes. And now he has to. There is an out clause there, of course, because presumably, I'm guessing... You'll probably get that stitched up, I should think, the uh, out clause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing... <laughs> I'm guessing that every week he presents Match of the Day in his pants. Ah. Oh. I could be wrong. It could be Richard Badley. Well, I must tell him this, because <clears> I have spoken to him about Pantsgate. Oh, have you? Have you? But we'll get on to that in a minute. Well, if West Bromwich Albion win the Premier League, I'm happy to appear on question time in a pair of open clegg Lonkers, as a, as a mate of mine used to call them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go split crotch. I'm saying that. I'm saying that much on question well, time. Frank, I I'd like you to advise Gary. Policy discussion. On no, I don't think time. it depends what they're discussing. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to uh, get you along for a night out with Gary, where I'd like you to advise him as pants advisor. Well, it's too late. No, it's tonight, isn't it? He? he has to wear them. No, He's I not think doing it's the it tonight. First one of next season. Oh, oh do why? you? Do you think it is? Oh, Shall what? I tell you when it is? Because I've spoken to Gary. Well, okay. right. Sorry, I, I haven't spoken to Gary. <laughs> I thought that was in the articles about it. That, that's what I'd read. There's articles. There's, There's definitely articles about it. Would you like to know? Yes, what does Gary say about it? Okay. I'm oh. going over now to uh, Emily <laughs> Dean. In, I, I'm uh, with Gary here. No, I have spoken to Gary about it. Oh, Gary yes. said his exact words were, well, I suppose I'll have to now, won't I? Mm. Well, he will, but yes, I think but... surely he should do it tonight on Match of the Day. I I don't know whether I should confirm this, but oh what the hell! He will be doing it, but it won't be tonight. It will be the start of next season. That's th that's just gym <laughs> time, isn't, isn't it? <laughs> he doesn't need gym time. That is gym time. Well, that was totally gym time. Otherwise, he'd have a, he'd be on there tonight. I mean, it'll yeah. be gone. He'll be doing it, and they'll be you know they'll have lost their first game four 0 at home, and the whole thing will. You've worn pants. In public What's before? the matter with it? He's done 36 crisp adverts. <laughs> Surely his humiliation threshold is high, oh, don't high. Don't say that! <laughs> 
Well, it's, I'm sure he'd be the first to admit it. I don't think he'd list them amongst his it, best work. Yeah, although, Frank, you've appeared in your pants publicly. How I did have. you find it? And did it come back to haunt well, you? Well, I, I found it eventually. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I used uh, a magnification device. Do you think you'll look similar Some to tweezers. Gary? No, I think Gary's <laughs> obviously he's a former professional athlete. I look, um... I thought you looked lovely in those Y-fronts. No, but I, I was, um... When I did that, when I first did that dancing in my pants, try YouTube, I, um... I, um... Someone said to me, do you work out? Did they? And I looked like, I looked like Gandhi. <laughs> I don't mean... <laughs> I don't mean the model, I mean the uh, Indian statesman. Not Davis. No, no. <laughs> Mahatma. Gandhiji, let's call him that. <laughs> um, I did, I looked oh, like... Oh, Gandhi. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I looked... T I mean, so scrawny and awful. Um, that's part of the... Co but I'm in comedy, you see, not sport. No. It's fine, isn't it? It's I fine. thought you looked lovely. And also, oh. but I do think you came to be defined by the pants moment for I a while. I did a bit. And I just think you need mm. to give Gary advice about this. Frank Skinner is pants, that sort of thing. So. I went, I had um, lunch oh. at Crystal Palace before a game and, and, and a very sort of stately African lady came over to me and mm. said, I loved it when you danced in your <laughs> pants. Russian, was she? Yes, she was also. Are you sure she was referring to that clip or that unfortunate night out? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Me and her went to a blues. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about it. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about um, Gary Lineker um, in his uh, pants. pants, and I, I think in, I just think that's really poor. Leaving it till next season. I think in well, the initial thing he him. said, Come "I'll on. present match of the day in my undies," which I think is an abbreviation of underwear. So I think he'd be perfectly within his rights to wear singlet. I think he could do like the Victorian strongman thing, you know, like a. Oh, I hope he doesn't do that. Pants well, and the just vest go on to like, wear your pants, take the banter, and that's <laughs> the your, end of it. Wear your pants and take the bants. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. As they say, nowhere on earth. Well, my only Look, worry it's is. It's a big I deal. The Prime Minister has been discussing oh, it. Oh, that annoyed Keith me. Keith Vaz, who's something of a friend of the show, we <laughs> brought him up before a few times. He was the one that asked, wasn't he? He posed the question. He had his Leicester scarf on. Oh, God. Yes, yeah. he did. Did you see that? Yeah. I did. Ugh. I did. Oh, he that. asked if he should keep I'll his promise. Right. I'll be all right in a minute. <laughs> 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 I'm all right. It's come down my nose a bit, but it's all right. <laughs> Um, I, I just hope if, if Gary, when he finally gets round and stops drawing it out and gets onto stop his face, finally gets round. Stop That's defending it. him. <laughs> it <laughs> might be your mate. Friends. He's also a public figure, so he has to take he has to take the rough with oh, the well, smooth. Oh well, I'll sit and be horrible about him then. I'm not being horrible about <laughs> okay. him. I'm saying I hope he doesn't do that thing that that footballers do when they yeah. stand of pulling your your waistband forward with your thumbs and then peering <laughs> downwards. <laughs> <laughs> that they did before matches. Yeah, but they might. They won't just do the shorts, will they? It's got to be a minimum. It's got to be at least a boxer brief. Oh no, but I, I hope he doesn't do that. Oh, One right. of the great temptations of elastication. I don't oh, think no. a boxer brief. I don't think boxers are a good idea if you're going to post the television. I mean, you did three minutes. No, boxers are all right, aren't they? No, I think. Do you think it's, it's got to be wife France? There's a danger of fallout with a boxer. No, God, won't. Well, what, what? There is. Well, I asked I him what he was most worried sure. about, and I can't repeat it. Oh. No, well, I, I, I did see him. He said a funny thing yeah. about it. Frank, oh, really? um, did you, you did it for three minutes or so. I know, I, I did it in a, a play, though. In a, I did a six-month run when I had to be um, see my naked with my, my 
behind. <laughs> my behind completely um, Did you exposed. Did have the tortoise? And with a, with, completely exposed and with a hint of gapage. <laughs> and I tell you, I'll tell you, I've never told anyone this before, I don't think, but it was called Cooking with Elvis, the play. So I was, uh, there was a, a, a moment of physicality with one of the um, mm. female characters. This is on stage. Yes. And I um, have to um, sort of... Uh, take my trousers down and, and, and lean forward with my bottom face in the crowd. Yeah. And I started to, after about a, a month or so in, I, I had a, 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 a reaction to the stuff that the um, stage gear was washed in uh-uh. and started to get quite a lot of re- re- irritation and reddening um, in, <laughs> oh, um, in the, well, how can I describe this, in, in the oh. cleft. In the bumbleeries, in the cleft, and every time I, and every time I leant over, I thought, how much of this terrible redness is being? I I mean, I think (laughs) from I looked from a distance like a Venus (laughs) flytrap, and uh, that was so. It really does. But I tell you something: when I was doing that show, I have never washed so thoroughly in my life. Yeah, I I believe that. Talk about fine tooth comb. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say, we don't really... People will believe we have our show written. We really don't. Don't, Nobody (laughs) will believe that. Don't be ridiculous. I would like to try a novelisation of the show one week. Would you? Said Frank. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Said Frank with a twinkle. (laughs) Said Frank haughtily. Um, How do you? We've had a text saying, was Frank wearing Y-fronts when he won Rear of the Year? Love, Becky and Gary. No, when I won Rear of the Year, um, I, which I think was... Frank sat back to regale us with an anecdote. <laughs> no, I was just letting it settle, <laughs> now that you've got my mind to it. Um, I was asked to wear um, long johns with a pretty Polly insignia on one of the buttocks. Oh, yeah. mm. um, and I said, I, I don't really want to advertise that. And so they raced around and they got, um, although it was the Pretty Polly sponsored, really, of the year. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember Pretty Polly? Do they still exist, Pretty Polly tights? <coughs> uh, no, I don't think so, darling. Have they gone? Oh, see, if I'd have worn that, they'd have probably still been going. Mm. They might do, but I haven't worn tights for about ten years. Have you On not? account of working in the fashion industry. Have they gone? Are they completely out of fashion? Oh, goodness, yeah. You can't wear tights. <laughs> what, regardless of denier? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> No tights. Not even a hipster tight. No tights. Wow. Bare legs at all times, darling. No, not in the winter, surely. In the winter. Wow. All right. The things you girls put yourselves through. <laughs> the things we learn on this show. So anyway, and then, so I did show, uh, my, I was in Long John's, but Carol Smiley, my, uh, my female counterpart in the winning that year, mm-hmm. she just wore a tight leather trouser and said, this is, this is all you're getting. Did she? And, uh. She looked great. Respect. She did. I remember the photo. Mm. Me too. Mm. Oh, I remember yes. it well. So have you two ever had uh, cause to undress professionally? I don't like the way you lowered your voice. Yeah, it did get a little bit like that, didn't it? Frank whispered <laughs> in a husky tone. <laughs> <laughs> I met someone who'd been a professional dancer, and he said, "Yes, yes, I've I've um, lifted my legs for money." <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful disguise. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the southeast on 105.8 FM. 
Friday. Alan, when were you naked? Um, this morning, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, showered. Uh, yeah, but mean, publicly, in a, in have you done a, it? In a, in a pu yes. I, I mean, I may have told you about this a couple of years ago, guys, but I was in a, uh, sitcom called Trying Again. Yeah. And, uh, um, oh. got cancelled. Uh, <laughs> no biggie. And, uh, You did mention it. I, I, I had a scene in that where I was, uh, in, in just my boxer shorts. Did as, you? Yeah. No, I don't oh, remember that. I, I, I do I'd, remember. I thought well, I'd seen thing. them all. Like, it doesn't sound that... Was that the hotel room doesn't scene? doesn't sound that big a deal, but, um... Yeah. There's loads of crew, isn't there? There's loads of crew oh, yeah. on a TV thing. So in the end, you are walking past, you know, 15, 20 people in your undies. And mm. they give you a robe. But the thing I don't fully understand is that the scene that we were filming, I was in a bed. So I didn't really need to be in just boxer shorts. Oh. Yeah, but I do hate the way that when you get a scene, like a couple in bed and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the things, and he's got his pants on and she's got a long, long tip. I think people, nobody sleeps like yeah. that when they're young and in love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that. But also I ate very differently back then, so I, I was eating quite a lot of bread and I pasta. I wear a virgin opera sleep suit <laughs> like everyone else does. Oh, Do you? I'll have yeah. one of those, Frank. Yeah, yeah, I wish I hadn't said virgin and opera <laughs> in the same sentence after the previous I I sleep topic, in a, um, in a cryogenic go. pod in real life, Do you? so I don't know what everybody else is like. I've, I've, I've often thought about... <laughs> one of the things I love about cryogenics, can I just um, yeah. mention this? I love the start of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, if you love something about cryogenics, uh, 8 12 can that be our texting? I love the fact... Instead of car horns, we're going to cryogenics. <laughs> <laughs> that Walt, everyone thinks, when you ask, talk about cryogenics and people being frozen, you know, and, and so they can be preserved at a later date. Yes. Everyone thinks, first thing, Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's well, the one I person know I do. know who's been cryogenically preserved. Oh, Michael Jackson, I thought. Has he been? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Just picking another. Yeah. No, it's it had been discussed. I interviewed Toya... Jack, Latoya Jackson once. Is it Latoya? Yeah. And I said to her, what, she was talking about his trial, which was still ongoing, and I said, well, obviously, mm. if, he's, if he's guilty, um, let him burn. <laughs> and she just nodded. So <laughs> she's with me on that. Um, okay. Anyway, it, Walt Disney was not cryogenically preserved. Oh, was he not? No, he was cremated. Complete rubbish. Oh. But what I love about that, he's cremated. So not only is, is he not on ice, but he's he's now the stuff that you put on ice yes. to stop slipping. <laughs> wow. There couldn't be more wrong about what happened to Walt Disney. Mm. Yeah, when I um when I was uh, I went naked for um for Petter. Did you? Oh, I'd rather you, you go know. naked than wear fur. No, no, the Arsenal goalie. <laughs> Petter check. Petter check, yeah. And he gave me a, a, a Petter check as well for £45.50. <laughs> how we, how we valued thought, it, I don't I know. Th I thought you meant he'd given you a once-over, like a, a check. You have like, to get... Oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine, Frank. <laughs> Carry no. on with your life. That's decent, that's decent material, to be fair. <laughs> that was. That Petter check <laughs> joke. Do you yours. liked it? Yeah, oh, I thanks. liked it. I'm, uh, I'm glad I decided against the black helmet remark. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I was until you decided to say it. Uh, no, I decided not to say it. You know, working in my industry, fashion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it to the left. <laughs> Turn to the right. You have to become very comfortable with the naked body mm. because people strip off all the time. What in the office? Shows. Sounds awful. No, in the fashion cupboard. We might run in there if you're changing or you're going to an event mm -hmm. and there's people, there's interns milling in and out. There's men, mainly gay, to be honest, mm. um, and you just often in bra and knickers, Excellent. and it's good. It's yeah. good. 
I mean, they, they don't pass judgment, ever. The gay, the gay man might say you look great. It was the same when I worked in a drop forging <laughs> in the West Midlands. We were often in our pants. No one turned them. Well, never mind what they didn't turn. Um, I, when I did the Petter thing, me and David Baddiel did it together. You know, you know that I'd rather go naked than wear fur. Mm -hmm. And um, Hagrid turned it down, apparently. Oh, did he? Um, but uh, uh, we lived together then, Dave and I, but we'd never, ever seen each other naked. Really? No. <clears throat> and that Strange, morning, he was standing in the hallway and I just walked past completely naked and went, Morning! <laughs> and oh, just went past. I just oh. thought I'd get it out of the way. Yeah. And how was it? Um, well, he laughed. That was all I was oh. after. Oh. Why he laughed, we'll never know. <laughs> but I remember turning up, there's a lot of people there on the crew, like they'd all turned up to mm. have a... Look, as soon as I got in, the bloke went, pants and socks, pants and socks. <laughs> because they want, they want the elasticity oh, yeah. marks to fade before they do uh, the photo. That's so what the glamour models have to be careful of, isn't it? The pants and socks. Because sometimes if you look at the Do picture, they wear socks? Well, in the pre-retouching days, yeah. you would sometimes see that, the odd uh, But I love that. Mark. I love that bit of reality. Okay. And relax. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was locked outside of the house once naked. Now, how did that happen? It happened because I was I was a teenager at the time, mm. and we were playing strip poker. As a teenager? No, with girls. You've lived. No, it was with girls in a, in a fun way. No, lovely. Okay, let's say lovely. That's kind of a bit horrible. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But we were playing it in a sort of funny way. Yeah. In a giggly way, not in a sleazy way. But my friends, it turned out, were rather horrible. Because what they did was we all played this, and then they said, oh, let's run around the garden. We are at my friend's um, country house. And they said, let's run around the garden for, for larks. And I said, oh, great. And they said, oh, you go first. Oh. And I ran out and they shut the door. The big oak door slammed shut on me. I think that's an acceptable prank. Do you? It? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, like it. Our Terry used to sleepwalk and he, um, he, he sort of come, come round. He was naked in his garden. Yeah. And he'd shot himself out and stuff. Must happen a lot. There's probably mm -hmm. naked people all over Britain. Probably naked people listening to this right now. <laughs> I bet there are. I bet there's at least one naked person sitting listening to this show on public transport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a numbers I, game, isn't it? I worry about them. it though. A friend of my mother's met her other half naked. naked. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. a good story. They were doing story. a self improvement course, and uh, they all had to strip off as part of it. And wow. Then they met and they bonded. Now, what worried me about this was that, firstly, she's she's uh, got an, a rather fabulous body. Mm. So, but what I would say is that what about if he goes back to the locker and there's boot-cut jeans in there and a Matrix Oh, coat? yeah, terrible. I like to know what people's taste is, clothes that, that's, I often judge people by their shoes. So do I. I always yeah. have done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, how many... Warm-hearted socialists have I spoken to, and they look down and they look like they get their shoes on prescription. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it, there is a, also a big plus to, to meeting someone naked oh, for the yeah. first time. Really? I mean, yeah. you're not going to get one of those. I've made the worst mistake of my life. Moments. No surprises. Though. No. Although maybe surprises. I haven't been surprised <laughs> since the nineties. So maybe that would be nice. Because oh, I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm not on the market anymore. Can I make that clear? 
I can hear a groan of disappointment going across <laughs> Great Britain. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, 907 has texted. I'm assuming that this is a uh, meeting um, naked story. Okay. Mm. Uh, I met a guy on the beach in Mexico. We met up later for dinner and he was in dungarees. <laughs> Mm. It's not rainbow, I said. He didn't speak English so well, so he just adjusted his, adjusted his straps. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, well, there's oh. a hazard, isn't it? Well, dungarees are super fashionable now. They are very in, mm. aren't they? I've been pondering them, I'm not going to lie. I think you'd look great in them. Me? You would look a bit Jeffrey from Rainbow in them, though. That is part of the problem. But how do Mexicans ever hype. get a suntan in those hats? All right, Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 Donald Trump, he makes me feel fine. <laughs> Blowing down the back roads. What about Donald Trump's taco? Did you see that? No. no. Oh, there was a picture of him eating one to show that he wasn't racist. Oh, oh I, I thought, thought you Donald meant Trump's taco. Yeah. I thought you meant me. he was lorry driving. I just heard that. He's <laughs> <laughs> right, a uh, big one. <laughs> yeah. Keeping his uh, driving oh, hours. Oh, so he eats right. Mexican food, so that makes him. Uh, yeah. He said, Here I am one. enjoying a lovely taco. I love Hispanics. <laughs> He did, he did say that. He did, it said that. Awesome. He can say anything, Donald Trump. <laughs> he can. can't be all right. He can. He can. Yeah. But the what, weirdest what thing was the taco it? was resting on a picture of his ex-wife in a bikini. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Brilliant. I love her still life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have an email from uh, Email Corner here. Oh, do, you want, do you want um, a jingle? I don't know if you've got one. Well, I've got one somewhere. <laughs> well, don't, don't worry then if you don't want. Okay, get off. In the meantime, <laughs> while you find that jingle, <laughs> shall yeah. I read you a text? Yeah, this, this will okay. do. Oh, yeah. But let's read that text anyway. <laughs> yeah. Andrew says, I've always thought a trip to the swimming baths would make a good second date. Why wait six months to be disappointed? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's very good. It's not very good. No, that is. I that don't is. like it. You I'm know, sorry, Andrew. Kind of Frankly, thinking. you're lucky if you get us back there. You get what you get. Oh, no, you're assuming that Andrew is just talking about women. Yeah. yeah. But it's a two-way street. Same goes for men. Yeah, if I, if sometimes I, it's a I consider I'm lucky sometimes if I get you a, back there. Sometimes the swimming pool's got a slower, medium, and a fast lane. It's I think what Andrew's saying is, if two people go swimming early on, they both get a chance to assess. What it's, he's saying is, he wants a relationship based on someone's body. No, he's which so, I don't he's, like. What he's saying is, he Why doesn't don't you want to get off his back. <laughs> What he's saying is he doesn't <laughs> want to waste six months to then see... All, them, all for so them, all for them to wear really six, like, yeah, yeah. Wait six but months. But I don't know what it's universe a you're on where you'd really like someone and love everything about them and then decided that you didn't like them when you saw them in trunks. I... Yes, I, I said trunks to you. It's happened to me many times. <laughs> and me. I mean, I mean, as the victim. Oh. oh. Really well, gone off you true. both. And Suzanne Hutchinson, I'll be talking to you about your crush on them Are both. you one of them women's libbers? <laughs> One of them! <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. There'll be <laughs> nylon burning in a minute. Wow. The old brassier goes <laughs> up. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 812.15. Many have... They it's have. been fruitful. Mm. Follow yes. the follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm. Um, I was about to read us an email before we uh, got our contractual commercial obligations yes. and music playing, um, and, uh, and and here it is. 
Uh, hello, Dr. Skinner and the Skinettes. You've been promoted there academically somewhat, I think. I have got two honorary doctorates. Oh, well, there we go, then. From, uh, take it back. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'll almost overlook the appalling comments about the swimming pool on the second date. <laughs> Look, the whole, let's clarify this. If yeah. you have a second date at the swimming pool, I mean, I have two it means problems. means all you care about this. is the body. I'm essentially frightened of. No, but you are. <laughs> the, when you first go out with someone, you are gathering facts of all kinds. Mm. Are you not? And so, um, you know, those little flash frames. Somebody said something, like I went out with someone who described Fever Pitch as a novel. Okay. And I thought, we can't go out anymore. Done. That's an absolutely valid reason. <laughs> yeah. And someone not looking as nice as you hope in pants is not. But I'm, but I'm expecting, I mean, if, speaking of someone who looks terrible in swimwear, I'm, I'm prepared, you know, yeah, ultimately. Yeah, would still date you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Also, okay. I'm, I'm uneasy in the swimming pool. I'm scared. That's not what you I've know, heard. I'm the one who uh, who suffers. I just think you just you're assembling facts early on. And I just like the chat. I appreciate your visual creatures primarily. I just <clears throat> feel it's my duty to point oh, this don't. out to you. Sexist. No, I wasn't. I wasn't being sexist. I just like the fact that the chat just was. Being no, sexy. Emily was being sexist. You, ju- you were just are. being sexy. I like the fact that the chap was suggesting a system for life. Anybody that's got a system, okay. I admire, because I haven't got any systems in place. Okay. So I'm impressed by him. Anyway, uh, I have this email. Hello, Dr. Skinner and the Skinettes. I've been a fan of the show for a couple of years now, and after listening for a few months, I built a very clear picture of the three of you in my mind's eye. Oh! So much so that I have avoided seeing any pictures of Emily and Alan. <sighs> doesn't bode well about my television career, does it? But anyway... <laughs> Alan is absolutely Obvious, Obviously. <laughs> He's been on many of the leading panel shows. I'm and sure I it will. I think assumed... I'm sure it won't get any worse. Everyone uh, immediately knew what he looked like. Obviously, Dr oh. Skinner is a household name. Oh, God, it's getting worse. And well, everybody knows his so face. So is Domestos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he um, isn't something of a national treasure. Everybody, everybody knows, knows his my face. face. <laughs> they continue, Nathan. Yeah. My image of Emily is one oh, of... Oh, hang on, I'm just getting ready for this bit. Yep, strap in. Okay. My image of Emily is one of a quietly attractive, yeah. impeccably presented lady. So this, this is another argument for the <laughs> swimwear on the second date. <laughs> yes. Why? Now, how do you interpret quietly attractive? Mm. I'm not quietly attractive. Oh, what, you think that sound sounds like I'm unattractive? No, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't it sounds mind. to me like you're Darling, bit, at my age, no. I'll take anything I can get. I'll take striking. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, striking is good. Okay. Um, I'm happy with quietly attractive. Is it like quietly confident? Because mm. that's not that's no longer my currency. I'm that's just worrying. It's not my currency anymore. It's not your currency once you're over 25. Being I, attractive. I'm having an image of attraction. Yes. Uh, like like the I look down now at my graphic equalizers on this yes. desk. Mm-hmm. That it's like a volume switch. Yeah. You know, yes. if you're if you're number ten, you're yes. say Julie Covington, circa 1970. Attractive. <laughs> don't know that reference. Yeah, really but Frank, but I imagine everybody that's I'm listening to Absolute to on a Saturday morning will. I'm happy to be a two because I'm absolutely <laughs> hilarious. So Good. it's fine. Good no, shout. I, I, Good I shout. understand. Oh, I see, you're definitely more that than That makes two. me a, Yeah. I'm Shall happy we, to be a two. Shall we work out what scores we are? Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Okay. I'm uh, very happy to be a two. He so. never, I mean, he might not mean it like that. He might mean quietly attractive, as in delicately understated. I'm really yes. happy to be quietly attractive, thank so you. So Emily is one of a quietly attractive, impeccably presented thank lady. You. I, I'm very happy with impeccably presented. Whilst Alan... I, I think it's suggesting you... 
A little bit bookish, which you I know, like. You know when a cat yeah. sits yes. in a patch of sunlight on yeah, a carpet? I love that. And it does that thing with its eyes when they slowly open and close. It's I that love kind that. of that kind of confidence. Mm. Happy with that. Cat confidence, I call it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whilst oh. Alan is an understated, cool mod type, even though he's often self-deprecating. Oh, I thought that was Ministry of Defence. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it is. I oh, think okay. it's just a typo. He's secretive enough. Yeah, he is. What, to be M.O.D.? <laughs> deep, as the, deep as the ocean, as my dad used to say. I don't think I'm secretive or deep, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Should I take the plunge and Google the team? Also, have you ever been in a similar situation and been surprised, good or bad, when you actually saw what they looked like? Yeah, on the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Avoiding <laughs> praise, so keep doing the show as I listen to it and you are paid to do it the way you do it. P.S. I had to be very careful sending this message via the website not to see a pic. Mm. That's oh. a good, good point. Oh, wow. Well, well done, well, Nathan. I'm quite Thank you. about that. I well, mean, the thing is I, correct. Can I say, he's, ju he's judging me by my photos and he, yes. has, I, he, hasn't, he's, he hasn't seen the upgrade on my teeth no. in recent <gasps> times. No. Nope. So it's I'm even better, even better than he thinks. I'd say that's taken you up to a 2.2 on the graphic equaliser. Maybe made a glaring get, omission. Uh, if I get absolute to Photoshop my teeth <laughs> on the on the website up, up to their current standard, yeah. Mm. Yes. I think you are you are the cool mod type. There's no question about it. I don't think it. so. I mean, I've got a few Fred Perrys and John Smedleys, but I'm definitely not a mod. I like don't know what a John Smedley is. If I oh, you'd like that. that the mods, the mods have got too many rules, and I'm just not a rules kind no, of but, guy. No, but this guys. is what he means by a cool mod type. You know, you don't, you're not going to arrive yes. in um, a pair of. You're not going to have a Parker. You're not a Liam Gallagher. I haven't got loafers. But what you are is, I'd say, you're a quiet mod. Oh. Yes. If I can use that Quiet, phrase again. Quietly mo modish. Quietly oh, okay. modish, well, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I mean... It's lovely. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to have this. I used to listen to Radio 1 all the time. And it, yes. was, it was Johnny Walker and all those people. And I, didn't, I knew what very few of them looked like. I knew the ones that did Top of the Pops, obviously, what they looked mm. like. Um, but a lot of them, I had no idea. And when... It's, it's all, always disappointing. I get it now with podcasts. Oh. <laughs> if you see someone from a podcast... Yeah. You think, oh my glory! <laughs> oh my glory! <laughs> oh my glory! Yeah, um, go back to the swimming pool chat. <laughs> yeah, it's um, sometimes it's what we used. What they don't have at absolute. When you go into the BBC, they're, they've got those postcards. Oh yeah, with pictures of the DJs on, like yeah. pulling those faces that people only ever pull in photos. Yes. When historians find photos of people from the early 21st century, they think they constantly had their eyes open as wide as they could and their mouth. <laughs> yeah. But we should have some of those little postcards, absolutely, with our oh, lovely faces Oh, can we do that, on. Daisy? That sounds fun. They won't have done one here, well, she just <laughs> I asked her and she just <laughs> gave me a dirty look. We waited two years for carpet. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We heard from the outside world, Al, didn't we? We have. It's a uh, text message from 443, football mm. manager, obviously. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, very good, Al. I like it. I think a swimming pool... Because you can't actually have a 443. No, I know, but I know where he was coming from. Okay. I think a swimming pool date <laughs> is a good idea. You've got a toothpick out, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've just had some almonds and they, I find they linger oh, around. Oh, they it. do. Where did you get they the toothpick from, do. then? It's in my pocket. Really? Do you always keep one in there? You know what Chrissy Hines said? Got toothpick in pocket. You know, I've never known you used to keep toothpicks in there. Mm. Okay, sorry, as you were. 
I think a swimming pool day is a good idea. Swimming against the tide somewhat mm. there. I think a swimming Aye. pool day is a good idea. I'm not a great swimmer and would want a partner who could save my life in an emergency. Oh, okay. That well, uh, is your the reasons sort of are logic. solid. I like them. Yeah. And then if that date goes That's well, you could have like a um, barbecuing party for the third date yes, see if they can start a, a fire yes and lovely reason to pick a partner another date <laughs> could be like rudimentary like, mechanical I'd like to go out with an A&E triage exactly <laughs> you so could... if I drop at any moment which you know it could always happen she's, she's there or he Andrew but has now said goes. can you stop referring to me as the swimming pool chat my name is Andrew Emily fancy a date Thank you, Andrew. But unfortunately, you're going to make me go to the swimming pool. <coughs> I'm afraid um, that's I refuse to do that. Deck, but thank you very much for the for the offer. Deck Dockery. Pretty much every week, I can relate to at least one thing Frank has to say, which leads me to think I'm officially middle aged. Oh, oh. It's become a bit Dennis Norden. You know you're middle aged <laughs> when you start listening to the. You're right, Dennis. <laughs> Get, get someone get a minute! <laughs> um, is he dead, Dennis? <laughs> I think he is. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> I thought it was his family. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. All right, yeah! <laughs> I'm, uh... Baby! I'm, I'm gonna read a text, baby, from 456. Oh, can you not call each other baby? It's <laughs> a little bit illy. Thank you. Um... Uh, I'll read this because I don't think Emily would. She's too bashful. Um, as a middle-aged male, I love the show, even though Frank's a baggy. And having seen the pics, uh, and Emily is at least a nine. So he That's says Emily's in. a nine. She mm. wouldn't have read that because it's, um, you know, she's bashful about such things. <laughs> so there you Looks go. like the That's... old graphic equaliser's going up a little bit, Frank, yeah. from the two that you gave yeah. me. Oh, he might be German. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. And, uh, Thanks for that, uh... <laughs> Four, five, six. And from that, I try not to be too much of a uh, professional grumpy pants. You know, mm. I, d I Do don't want to be the show try grump. Harder. I don't want to be the show <laughs> grump. But one of my bugbears. One of my bugbears has happened this week. This May the fourth day, when people celebrate Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars Day! May the fourth. It's Star <laughs> Wars Day. That's in the news this week. Have you mm. seen that? I like a pun, though. I'm glad that the, the whole celebration is based on a pun. It's when you, you say you like a pun, mm. the other day at your house you made a pun mm. and you were so happy, whilst the rest of us continued talking, you just sat there laughing to yourself <laughs> and punching your own knee in Pun excitement. Punching? I think when a man is at his own hearth site... <laughs> He can behave as he wishes. I'm not, yeah. There's no judgment from me. I'm just illustrating how much you like content. the pun. I do love a and pun. And I love and, you And May it. the 4th is a good pun. I know it we've is. heard it a you lot. You think it's a good pun? The first I... person who made that pun must have, I mean, yeah. respect to Mondo. Yeah. <laughs> For those people that don't know, it's based on, you know, Star Wars, May the Force be with you. Yeah. Those people... And it's May um, the 4th be with you. Those people would be better off in a home. I uh, wondered, is George it... George Formby used to say. Is this oh, May oh, the 4th okay. Is it slightly offensive He'd be to... far better off, far better <laughs> off, he'd be far better off in a home. <laughs> Sorry. Is this May the 4th day, uh, celebration... Yeah. Is it slightly offensive to people with a lisp who would say, may the force be with you? Well, we've may got the Chris Eubank on the line. I've discussed <laughs> this. Oh, good. Go on, then. Hello, Hello Chris. Chris. Oh, good morning. Uh, Chris, we're, we're talking about um, May the 4th day. Oh, yes, it's our, 
I find it very uh, dispiriting. <laughs> Um, I th- it was a very bad line, um, Chris. It sounded like you said dispiriting. <laughs> no, I did say dispiriting. What are you getting at? Um, Chris, you back there. It's a terrible line. Sorry. We'll try and see if we can get him again later. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I don't like it. Okay. But I'll tell you who got into it. The Obamas. The Obamas <laughs> had the... the Ob- <laughs> I heard the, Ob- the Obamas. Sorry, Chris, I, I meant to turn you down. <laughs> oh, did, you, did, did you mention the Obamas? Yeah, I'll come back to you. He's persistent in the extreme, isn't he? Persistent, <laughs> he calls it. He <laughs> <It> does. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the Obamas. They got into it. They had a little dance with the um, stormtroopers. <laughs> oh, the Obamas. Yeah. Oh God. I, I worry. I worry I'm starting to think if I was a black public figure, I would make it my business not to be cool. He's definitely. Um, Write a song. I think he's definitely on that trajectory, you know though. I mean, he's becoming though? less what cool with Barack? every day. I oh, think he's so cool. If I was Barack, I'd say, you know, when's, when's Merlin coming back? <laughs> <laughs> You'd say that whoever you were. No, but everybody wants, you know, think, oh, he's black president, he's got to be cool. Imagine cool, if he'd cool. said, I love your peaky blinders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, the Queen would have said, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would have had to explain what it meant and all Frank, that. where's Chris? Pardon? Where's Chris? We've lost him. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try and get him back, but it's very difficult weather conditions. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a text. Hi, guys, with reference to May the 4th. My friend sent me an email on Thursday. Revenge of the 5th. That's good. See what they've done there? That is good. That's from Jane in Wordsley's... Stour Bridge? Stour Bridge. Stour. Stour, Stour That's Chris Eubanks' favourite film. Wouldn't it be better to have sent it on the 6th? Revenge of the 6th. Well, you, what, you just... <laughs> it's more like it, isn't it? Revenge of the 5th. No. This is the problem with texting uh, a pun to a pun that we can't ask. help but copy edit it. <laughs> Personally, I would, um... I know, it's all right, we're ill now. <laughs> I would say that, um, Revenge of the 5th is probably more accurate. <laughs> I'm leaving that. He's starting to go African. I hate, <laughs> I hate it when he does that. Been out with him before, and he does that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Where were we, Frank? We were in the uh, in the White House with oh, Michelle yeah. Obama yeah, and Barack. So they did that thing. Well, they played Uptown Funk. Mm-hmm. Well, how does that go? Oh, you're gonna make Up me sing. Town Funk. Oh no, that's <laughs> oh, no, that no. There's a great oh, line no, no, in no, it. No, no, no. Get the stretch. <laughs> Well, I don't expect you to know is that. It, uh, is it old? It said uptown funky one. It said uptown funky one. How is one. that? Is it? I said uptown oh, funky one. I'm finished. It said uptown funky <laughs> one. Don't anyway. it's all right. I'm happy to talk through you. Michelle Obama said it was her favourite song. No, Michelle Obama. She said this is my favourite, and then Barack favourite starts saying, "Come on, come on, stormtroopers," and then <clears> he <throat> says to one of the stormtroopers, "Come on, man, mm. don't call stormtroopers, <laughs> man." I just don't don't say man if you're the president. What? Well, never. Oh, uh, this whole story is a bit. It's it's a bit Tony Blair and jogging gear. It's, it's whenever a politician does anything ordinary, mm. it's a really amazing. thing. People are doing this at home every night, dancing to songs like this. What, with stormtroopers <laughs> songs like this. People dressed in Star Wars outfits. Yeah, but that, that wasn't really the story, room. was it? It's the stories. You know, they're just like ordinary people. Guess what? No, but you know, this mm. is this, I'm afraid, tapped like, into one of my worst phobias, which is people in costumes dancing. So, like football mascots, it makes me feel physically sick. 
Oh, mm. like Mr. Blobby or something. I cannot bear it. Mm. It's just feel very vulnerable. There's a man in there, a poorly paid person oh, on equity minimum, alert. and he's having to dance, which should be about joy and abandon. And I and I find it so melancholic and poignant. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think I think one can be happy inside a mascot costume. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've, I was, don't. I was. I grew up with too many out of work actors. Well, I was in a mascot costume for um, Albion Norwich about mm. three years ago, okay. and uh, I found it very. I felt very secure in there. Did you dance protected. to Uptown Funk? Um, I think I danced to um, Disco Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> but we've all got our favourites. That's one of Russell it. Grant's favourites. Is it really? Yeah, he loves that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to see uh, Donald Trump dancing to Sex Bomb. Oh, if Donald Trump gets Actually, in. sex bomb is the two first things he's going to do when he gets in. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I drove in this morning, I went past a, a blue plaque on a flat which had got um, John Lennon and George Harrison on the same plaques. So I don't know if they oh. ever boarded together. It was a bit but like you and David Baddiel. Mm. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Mm. Is there okay. any uh, blue plaque action for you and David having cohabited? That's pretty, pretty unlikely. Mm. Yeah. Not since I've had them whitened. <laughs> Whilst we're in our politics corner, I'm calling it, mm -hmm. Uh, firstly, we'll say hello to the new Big Daddy. There's a new Big Daddy, isn't there, in the chair? And N then... The new London Mayor? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, that's only just in London, though. Uh-oh. If you're listening to this in Birmingham, you think, who, who cares about that? Yeah, but they had other votes. Yeah. Those orange and yellow ones, I don't know what those papers are. <laughs> I thought they were receipts in my handbag. If yes. you didn't vote, then you won't get this. Um, anyway, Zach Goldsmith... Yes. He got himself into a few scrapes. He did. I'm afraid, during the campaign. For reasons I won't go into, but there was one reason I will go into, which was he shamed himself when he was asked about the Bollywood Festival. Did mm -hmm. you see this? Yeah, he was at... It was, is it the Asian Festival he was at? And he said... Oh, yes. He, he said he absolutely loved Bollywood movies and Bollywood... Um, all things I Bollywood, think I think you'll he said. find his exact words yeah. were, I'm a Bollywood fan, so anything with a Bollywood theme, I lap up. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. He said, I lap up. Fair yeah. enough. And the interviewer said, Oh, you're a Bollywood fan, so have you a favourite film? Oh, no. And he said, and I, I was so obsessed by this, I can quote <coughs> exactly what he said. I've made a note of it. He said, Well, no, I wouldn't be able to... Let me think. No, I'm not going to give you one. Oh. oh. I can't think of a favourite. You can't think of any, mate. That's what you can't think of. Any. I could have said... If he'd have said... <coughs> Barangigali. <laughs> <laughs> who would have picked him up on that? Well, what if the you interviewer had said, hang said. on, I went to school with him? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I would have said? Charlie Kelly. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> Kelly. What yeah. about that song? But you've helped me, because if I'm ever running for London Mayor and I'm asked that, I'll yeah. say that. Barangigali, yeah? Is that what yeah. you'd have done? Would you honestly have styled it out? I'd have tried that, you and if they'd have said that we've looked that up, then I'd say, well, <laughs> my my, I'm not saying my pronunciation is top-notch. You know, I'm in it for the, for the it, you know, the spirit, not the uh, the letter. Yeah. You tell You em. can't say I will lap it up. I just wouldn't have said it. not know anything. I wouldn't have said it. It's not good enough. No, oh, yeah. I know. Well, yeah. about that, what else was is it he going to Was it Rob Brydon who said to, um... It was the guy who does Sunday brunch. Oh, um... Tim Lovejoy. Yeah, Tim Lovejoy had a Ramones <gasps> T-shirt on. Oh. Yeah. He said, what's your favourite Ramones track? And he just looked yeah. 
like he'd had a seizure. Yeah, see, I've got such an honesty policy, I would have to admit. Oh, it's just a T-shirt. But it would have been all right to say that. Well, I didn't used to, but now I've embarked on the Skinner way, as I call it, Mm. which is the truthful path. I find it hard to lie. And as Frank said, it's a harder way to live. You'll have fewer friends. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the path I've, I've chosen. I'll tell you what, I've, I've certainly <clears throat> proved that. You heard it here first. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, uh, I don't understand this Zach Goldsmith lying to impress them thing. I've never done yeah. that. I've never... I, I almost go the opposite way of saying that I don't know about stuff when actually I know a little bit about stuff. I th- the you? only thing The only thing that I've you ever said that... You The only th- thing that I've ever said that I like that I don't is people. <laughs> and that's it. Just yeah. as a general, like, people. But other than that, you know, I can't think of a lie that I've told. I'm too no. honest. That's my trouble. I can understand that. I, um... I met Daryl Hannah once, remember her? Mm. <laughs> Work uh, with them all. It was, yeah, so this, yeah it them does all. Have. During my terrible Brits um, night, and she oh, came she up, there that night, and I she? said, so what kind of music do you like, Daryl? And she went, hip-hop. <laughs> In a look which said, please, if you ask me one question <gasps> about hip-hop, I will have to hang myself. What did you do? So oh. I let, I understood. I understood. Oh. I thought you've lied. It's fine. Very good of you, that. Yeah. Very good. But there you. was terror in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank. Oh. It's easier with music, though. I think. I mean, to be honest, I used to lie a lot, particularly <laughs> when I was growing up. Before I embraced the skin away of truth, and I do. I used to lie about if people said uh, movies. What movies have you seen? I lied for years that I'd seen the Blues Brothers. You did that as oh. well. Mm, I did. I said I'd seen the Blues Why Brothers. Why do we do that? And I had never seen it. But what I realised is it was... Well, I don't do it anymore, but it was very easy to get away with it because people so love their own opinions... They, they just talk to you, you. yeah. yeah. And what about really? that bit when yeah. you go, oh, yeah. No, and I'd say, what about that bit? And then they'd finish the sentence. It's fine. See, my fear would be that I would say, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, and they'd say, I'm not sure I understood it, did you? <laughs> and then I'd have to go, ah, no, didn't. I used to um, keep blood pellets in the pocket for that moment, so I'd just start, <laughs> blood would start coming out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'd say, I'm sorry, I'm... <laughs> yeah, the only time I, I lied to try and appear cool was um, someone asked me if I was cool, and I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I suppose... If you're lying to appear cool, if someone asks you if you're cool, you'd say no. Mm. Yeah. Thus making you cool. So, um, that's that's the conundrum I'm leaving <laughs> you with, and as a Catholic, I, I rarely leave people with a conundrum. But, oh. um... Oh! Yeah, next adverts, apparently. Does that mean adverts for next? Probably. <laughs> well, I look forward to that. I'd like show? to know. I'd like to is know what their, show, um, Frank? what their spring summer is going to be. It, it is, is the end of the show. show. Oh, we should say goodbye then. Never oh. say goodbye. Yeah, say goodbye. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm desperate for a cocoa Rita. <laughs> 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 that is the um, elaborate non-alcoholic cocktail I tend to have after the show. If our uh, if our regular <laughs> listeners are interested in my small life. And thank you so much for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.